Hi, I'm Derek Arcurni. Welcome to Shamanic Innovations. Welcome back to Shamanic Innovations. I'm your host, Derek. Um, so we're going to do a little something different this evening here. It is currently Tuesday um, at 6.59 p.m. It is the 15th of October, 2019. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about loneliness. And, you know, it's a subject that a lot of us have going on in our lives. We feel isolated. Um, we feel that no one listens to us. We feel alone, trapped, and really kind of, you know, in our own little bubble, in our own little world, wondering if there's any way to escape. Um, this is a subject that I personally have dealt with myself. I'm sure that everyone out there listening has dealt with it in some form as well. So, you know, with that being said, I wanted to kind of get into this subject here a little bit. You know, as we're taking an examination, not only, you know, internally, you know, each one of us, but also collectively, um, a lot of us are looking at different things, you know, from nature of how we are mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, there is a big talk about mental health in this country right now. And for a lot of us, it's very fragile. Um, and I believe that just my own personal theory um, for many of us, we went through a big change, you know, in the past few years, 2016 especially, and, you know, the internal changes that we all personally had to deal with, along with collectively, we've had to move into sort of a change um, where collectively it's not really the greatest time. Uh, I, I will go ahead and say that the current, you know, especially here in the United States, the current political structure had, um, you know, current regime, we want to call that leadership, has put a lot of thought on us to examine how we are as people, but how we are individually as people. So you have people who are coming in and looking at, you know, the mistakes that they've made in the past, looking for ways to correct them. Um, and hopefully this leads to a better future. Hopefully this leads to a better world for all of us. Um, I'm not going to be the person who says that, you know, it'll all be fixed in 2020, but for the two-thirds of people who didn't vote out there, you seriously make me angry, folks. Go vote. And when you do vote, don't vote for him. I'm not going to say his name. But even in that being said, hey, you know, I, I, you know, we've all had to take our time, look in the mirror, and, you know, in a sense, if we're ruled by a, you know, all-being narcissist, I'll go ahead and call him that N-word. If we're ruled by a narcissist, it's allowed us to look at the narcissist in all of us. If we're ruled by, you know, a psychopath, it's allowed us to look at the psychopath in all of us. And, you know, I'm going to throw out those buzzwords and say it like that, but at the same time, yes, yeah, looking at, you know, the shadow that we all individually have and how can we better that by seeing the great shadow above us. Um, no, no, I love buzzwords. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, so with that being said, I'm going to actually put a pause on this here, and we're going to bring in a guest. We're going to bring in Madeline. Um, I'm going to go ahead and try to get a hold of her in a bit here so the podcast can work. She knows that we're doing this. And um, Madeline and I are just going to have a conversation about loneliness and how you know we're impacting our society right now and different things that we can do to kind of combat this and help ourselves move forward. So stick around. We'll be right back. Mm -hmm.
Hello. 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 Uh, welcome back, Shamanic Innovations, folks. I'm your host, Derek, and I'm being joined right now by Madeline Olson. Uh, very uh, good mind as far as a lot of the different things that we have going on here in our life, and um, a little expert on essential oils, how you can use that, you know, to help you out there. Um, you know, a lot of just really great information. So, hi, Madeline. Hi, Derek. So, so happy to be here. I uh, love when we have these conversations and open it up to everyone else. Yes. Yeah, it is good to actually to have these sorts of things, you know, and be able to share them because a lot of people really don't um, feel that, you know, they can have these sorts of things. So it's good to be able to prove that, yes, you too can do this. So I said welcome. Um, what I introduced the audience here a bit for those, you know, catching in, uh, what I said was that we were going to be discussing um, – kind of loneliness in our society right now and how people are dealing with it and, you know, different things that, you know, are going on, how we're all managing coping and how we can manage and cope with this and, you know, kind of break out of that sort of box shell that we find ourselves in a lot of times. Um, and this was actually sparked by a, you know, personal conversation that you and I had yesterday um, kind of gave us the idea to bring this out to the board. So, um, Madeline, if you want to open up a little bit just on what, you know, you have thoughts of that. And... Yeah. Um, so it is basically pretty much what you were just talking about. Um, just um, really in the beginning in having the support or feeling like you have support, um, but, but going through um, just realizing things about yourself. Um, you start to feel like no one else really does understand what you're going through, even though we are in a society now where a lot of people are putting their, you know, quote unquote feelings out on social media. And um, a lot, a lot of things we become more aware of um, as well. And, but still, still kind of something lacking from that. And, um, uh, a lot of it that I'm finding out is stemming from just being afraid to really say how, how I feel about certain things at certain times. And, um, you know, if I know that someone is going through a difficult um, time as well, you know, uh, especially if it's a um, someone that's very close to you that where you guys do support each other and you don't want to... I don't know, trigger or offset them getting even more down and wherever they are, or you just keep it to yourself and then you keep it to yourself. And then that is when the whole loneliness kind of thing sets in. And um, where do I turn to? Who do I talk to? Um, especially about all of these things that, that I'm just learning about um, on the metaphysical side. And, you know, where, where do I feel comfortable where I can speak uh, truthfully, really. Um, Where can you so, speak truthfully? Yeah. And I, you know, I put myself in kind of a little bit of a, um, you know, I didn't want to say anything. Uh, and it's a program, what I call a program um, from our society. And 
you know, don't tell anyone how you're really feeling. Just put on that front. Just continue to put on that face or front is what I call it. Mm -hmm. Um, So we can just kind of, you know, glide by or just kind of slide by literally close friends and family, even though everyone, you know, so um, it just, it, it really did open up a whole thing for me is why, why can I not open up to someone I'm close to and say, Hey, I need your support. I want to support you and I need your support. And this is what is going on. And I just need you to support me right now. And um, just saying it mm-hmm. sounds weird, you know? Yeah, it does, really. It, it does sound weird, I guess, in a sense. You know, it, it's weird to say that the easiest solutions are often the ones that, you know, are the hardest to get to. Um, and realistically, you know, as, as much as we want to say, oh, yeah, you know, just say, you know, what's on your mind. Just say you need help. Just say, you know, there's an issue. Hello. Hi. Welcome back to Madeline Olson and welcome back to Shamanic Innovations. I'm, as always, your host, Derek, and we have Madeline back here with us. Um, we're talking a bit about uh, loneliness, this, uh, you know, drink that, I guess, uh, the songwriter says that, you know, we all share at the bar instead of drinking alone. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, something that, you know, you kind of touched on there was just how, people really don't feel that they can speak up a lot of times. You know, we feel that we, you know, keep everything inside. We don't maybe want to bother someone else with our issues or we don't feel that the other person's listening fully. So we just shut down, you know, that wall of communication there and stop talking. Um, So if you could touch on that a little bit, you know, especially from the female perspective. Well, yeah, um, yeah. You and I had talked about this um, as well, <clears throat> and we've expressed this before. Is you know, we just you can get to a point where you feel disconnected, um, even to you know your close friends and family, people that you actually you do kind of lean on uh, for those times of support. And you know, um, we have to start to, and, and it's something that you know always keeps coming back where you have to really look at yourself as to why, why is that happening? Or why do I feel disconnected? Um, And it could be a myriad of different reasons as to why you feel it. And it isn't even anything that the other person is putting on you. Um, But uh, you, uh, when you get into that, that disconnected and feeling so lonely that nobody really does understand um, it, it does, it can, it does turn quickly into, a downward spiral um, until, you know, it gets to a point, you know, where you have to speak up uh, and really, really speak what, what's, you know, what it is that, that you're not being supported about. Um, I, I don't know, you know, it, it's uh, from, from a female standpoint, it's um, uh, what I hear from a lot of my friends too, is, you know, everyone has just gotten so much, uh, 
looking outwardly versus inwardly. And then when you stop for a little bit, it's really, there's really not, nothing or no one really around. Um, you know, we are all distracted and preoccupied a lot more than we used to be. And, mm-hmm. and then we start to kind of use it to become, you know, disconnected ourselves, just, you know, being on social media all the time and, and, and looking outwardly for, for someone, you know, reaching out to somebody. Okay. Um, do, do you, so, so do you feel that, you know, the current lifestyle that we have, um, you know, has contributed to this, especially with, you know, the rise of social media and everyone now having the world basically at their fingertips, um, which in ways should bring us, you know, make us more connected because we're able to reach out to people around the world. Do you think that this had in turn, though, a negative effect where even though we can reach the person around the world, we're not reaching the person next door? Yes, absolutely. That's an excellent point, Derek, because um, in just in in just you and I, again, um, you know, kind of approaching things differently these past couple of years. And, um, you know, you and I both uh, don't meet strangers when we go anywhere, Um, even if we decide to go somewhere on our own, whether it be, you know, to go get a, you know, grab a bite tea by yourself or go see a show, you know, sometimes by yourself, you know, you know, you're going to end up meeting someone or seeing someone, you know, um, but it, it really, um, and it, it can, it can get to a point of, all right, well, I know all of these people, um, on my social media platforms, whatever platform you're really, you know, into mine is Facebook. Um, it does sometimes turn into a negative thing on myself. Um, you know, things that I, would never do, you know, even bring jealousy or, you know, some of the negative things that come out of that. But the, the whole flip side of that too, is, is that there are some wonderful things about, um, you know, the social media and, um, and, and things that I've learned about that I never would have learned about honestly anywhere else. I hate to say that, but it's true. Um, and, you know, but it isn't the end all be all. And I think, it is hard to find that balance because it is easy for us to pick up our phones and look at a screen versus really going next door and introducing yourself and finding out, you know, an example, you know, your neighbors are really cool and you know, we hang out with them, not all the time, but there are neighbors and we're interacting and it Okay. All right. One more time here with Madeline Olson here on Shamanic Innovations. I'm always your host, Derek. And we've been discussing loneliness in our society today. Uh, Something we were just kind of talking about here earlier was just getting out and meeting the neighbors. I know you mentioned, you know, that, you know, I have my neighbors next door um, that we've actually begun to interact with. Um, And you have a good neighborhood there yourself. I've been able to, you know, meet some of yours and visiting and you know a lot of yours. Um, what would you say would be a good tip for someone, you know, if maybe they're feeling like they're kind of indoors and don't really know anyone and, you know, feeling lonely per se, what would you say is a good tip for them to maybe get out of that? Um, yeah, so definitely one of the things is just pretty much finding someone that you are close to and really just opening up 
and saying, Hey, I'm, I'm really feeling kind of lonely here. Um, I did that to my chiropractor of all people yesterday. And she's like, I'm always here, always reach out. Um, but other things too, are just, you know, switching it up. Um, you know, I know this word self-care is, is one that's been tagged and used a lot, but it's true. Do things that you enjoy doing, um, painting, uh, like you do, you create, um, or I go and, um, you know, meet, meet up with a girlfriend and, uh, just touch base with someone else, you know, meet someone for lunch or for dinner. Um, those simple things, uh, or, or even watching, you know, this is something that you kind of gotten me into if I'm watching a, something funny. I mean, it's true. Laughter is, well, kind of snap you out of anything. And, um, but it really is just opening up to your close friends and saying, Hey, I have been feeling kind of lonely lately. You know, let's get together. Or let's like really talk, um, whatever. Uh, but I mean, you can also use other things too. I mean, you know, I'm big into essential oils and, um, mm -hmm. you know, my favorite lavender, I actually just put some on before. So, uh, but there are things that can kind of help, you know, kind of make it a little bit lighter for you, so to speak, and, and realize that you are not alone and be able to open up to your, to your friends, you know, really, really do let them know, Hey, can you just listen to me for a minute? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely important. As you say getting a good routine, a good care routine and, you know, on yourself, that way you can go out, you know, and get around other people. And then also, just like you said, you know, having that kind of moment in there to say, hey, you know, I need to actually ask someone for this. I need to actually, you know, inquire, you know, help me type of thing. Um, yeah, because it, it can be hard for a lot of people to actually, you know, look themselves first look themselves in the mirror and admit that they need something, but then also kind of with those same eyes, look up at another person and admit that same thing that they would need that help there. So, um, you know, definitely some good ideas there, you know, as far as, you know, things that can be done. And I know um, you have tips too that, you know, you, you know, utilize too. Well, I mean, for me, uh, one of the simple things here has just been having a dog, you know, that I can walk around the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, it's a really kind of, it's a weird sort of thing because I've always had dogs, but I never really thought to, you know, you don't really think to walk them or if you do, you just kind of like go and you stand at the park and your dog's running, but you just don't really talk to anyone, um, you know, but just taking that sort of time while you're outside because your dog will, you know, most dogs, if they're friendly enough, they'll want to go and meet other dogs. So it kind of invites you to also go out and meet people. Yeah, that's a great point because I, I never had animals as a kid. So, mm -hmm. but it is true because whenever I come down there to see you and we walk trouble, yeah. I mean, and you're getting more benefits than just one, you know, you're, you're hanging out with your dog, you know, but you're also walking, which is all, as we all know that walking is the best, any kind of movement you can do for yourself is walking slash, of course, and Qigong as well. But, yeah. you know, doing some type of something and getting you out there and interacting with, with your neighbors. Yeah, yeah, it, it is really important because, you know, I think for a lot of us, we, meeting people obviously was a lot easier when we were kids and teens, you know, yeah. going through school, you had new people every period or every day or whatever coming into your life. And as we get into our adult world, for a lot of us, it's become, you go to work, you come home, and that's it. Right. And especially now, we live in a society where you go to work, you come home, and maybe if you feel like having sex, you go on Tinder, 
but you don't <laughs> yeah. actually go out and build families anymore, you know. So right. just a relationship, yeah, a close mm-hmm. relationship with someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I think that it's become, you know, kind of a big thing right now just to have that sort of way where we can get from, you know, don't get me wrong, the screens are great, but getting from behind the screens, getting from right. out of the boxes that we live in and interacting with others. So, you know, I think those are all really great ideas there. Um, yeah, absolutely. Is there anything yeah. else that you want to try to add to this? Hopefully the phone doesn't cut us off this time. No. <laughs> um, you know, I guess it's just, it's, it really um, is just in remembering that when you do start to feel lonely and I, it's been a while since I felt that, that serious, heavy feeling. It's been a while. And, and granted, I, I am going through some things, too, in my personal journey here. So I am releasing some things finally. And it's a heavy, a heavy burden. Um, so, you know, it is just just remember to, one of the main things that I say a lot is be easy on yourself, you know, and just know that, you know, these bouts of loneliness will will come to an end. You just have to remember to catch them and then, you know, use, use the tools. That yeah. That are going to help you um, to not feel that way. Cause you know, everyone, there's people out, everyone is feeling that at some point. So to have someone say, Hey, I'm, I'm feeling kind of lonely. Let's like hang out or let's talk. I mean, do that. Do you think, sorry. No, go ahead. That's it. Do you think that, um, Putting our, you know, for a lot of us, we put ourselves on these sorts of journeys of betterment, you know, self-improvement, everything. Do you think that that's kind of contributed a bit to the loneliness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If before you were out, you know, partying at bars every weekend, and now you've stopped drinking, so Mm -hmm. there's your bar friend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. When you're really getting serious into working on yourself. And I'm not talking, you know, some 30 day diet or whatever, but like seriously healing those deep seated, deep rooted wounds. Yeah. You can really feel alone because nobody else. They're like, what are you talking about? You know, when you get to a point in, and that you figure out, Hey, I don't know if I really want to go down the societal route. Not that there's anything wrong with that, as I've said before, but there, we're not all, we're all different. So we have a lot more choice and a lot more options nowadays too, which is nice. And um, so when I'm experimenting and trying to figure out where I fit in this beautiful world slash universe, you know, my mind has changed. And so that does kind of put me off to some people. I don't have some of my friends aren't my friends anymore. Not because they're like, Oh, you're strange. It was just like, we don't really have anything in common anymore. Uh, And then you find yourself with, I mean, that's where I am right now. I'm like, wow, I've really decided to really focus on who I can talk to, who can, who I can openly speak with without being judged every five seconds. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's difficult. As you said, as we get older, when we're younger, it's easier finding friends and whatever. It's simple. You know, we're not, we don't have all these things on us. So yeah, it, it, it can be lonely when you're trying to go through this personal journey. It can be very lonely. Um, but you know, again, that is, you know, YouTube has been very helpful, um, uh, in that too, but 
you really need that connection. Like I, I did see my massage therapist today too, and she is a, a dear friend of mine. And I was able to talk with her and look at her face to face and hug her. And that is all personal, you know, that's, that's not on the screen. So. Yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely a good thing. Um, I, I think personally that women are a bit more um, affectionate, I guess we could say with their friends, you know, Mm -hmm. you, you ladies will, you know, hey, you're going to hug your friends and tell them you love them like it's Tuesday. Right. <laughs> where right. With, yeah. Where with men, you know, the same bond, same mm -hmm. friend, we may not hug unless we are on ecstasy. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. We're right. not hugging unless it's like, you know, the World Series just ended and, you know, our team right. just won. Or someone were, won the world title, the world yeah, championship. Yeah, someone won the, the world belt. championship, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hugging in a center. Yeah. It, it has to be something kind of big, I guess, for us, really. And, you know, just kind of getting out of that into the basic idea of, hey, you know what, especially, you know, kind of turning back, you know, towards men, we can actually have these sorts of things also and be able to express ourselves, you know, with you know, obviously with our partners, family members, right. everything, but with other men, you know, because there becomes a lot of topics that, you know, you, you don't want to talk about with your girlfriend. You want to talk about with your guy friend, you know, right? or right. vice versa, you know, and obviously, you know, women have the no real problem, I think, getting into this because you're built with those emotions in where, it's you true. know, for us men, it's more of a challenge, you know, so. Right, and you're, and you're, you're built with the emotions too. It's just that they've been suppressed for so long for men. Men aren't supposed to even express their emotions whatsoever. So mm -hmm. I, you're totally right. Um, but you know, like I just saw actually on Facebook the other day that it's, it's a 20 second hug where it really starts to have medicinal uh, yeah. value. So I hugged Shannon tonight and, and she was going to, pull away at 10 seconds and I kind of whispered to her I said it's 20 seconds it's a 20 second hug going on here so she was going to pull away too and she was like isn't that funny why would I want to pull away and I'm like because mm -hmm. we've been taught that anything more than that is going to be something else and that's yeah. not true yeah we've been kind of taught that after you know five seconds that it gets sexual right you know. You. Yes, it is sexual. Yes, correct. It is a it is a wrong connotation if it's longer than that, mm -hmm. and that isn't true. It really isn't. We need to do it more. I mean, I'm hoping to see people in longer embraces. The more I, I get out there and and tell everybody, hey, it's 20 seconds. It's good for you. It's a 20 second hug, people. I, I have yeah. a T-shirt or something, but whatever. Anyway. Yeah, maybe that's the thing. We all need to go out and find the free hug T-shirts or make our own. Yeah, hug it out, them. really like, and hug it out for twenty seconds or more. Yes. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, Madeline, thank you for joining us this evening on the podcast. Um, and I definitely you. appreciate the in yeah. I definitely appreciate the insight that you've had here, and you know, you are right. It is you know definitely something where we can get ourselves out and begin to have these conversations more, but also begin to express them more, you know, both on their online world and in our real world. So thank you very much. Thank you. Awesome.
Hi, welcome back to Shamanic Innovations. I'm, as always, your host, Derek. Um, what we did this evening, we did a little talk on loneliness. And, you know, as a guest talk, as I said, I had Malin in with us here. Um, it is really good and really important to whenever you are, you know, if you are out there feeling like you're alone, to talk to people. Um, and I hope that, you know, I was able to bring up a few different things. I know that, you know, there were some recording issues, you know, with and everything, but I hope that we were able to get through a couple of answers and get some, you know, good perspectives going on there. Um, it, it does become a bit of a challenge in our everyday lives. You know, I'm recording this right now from a bedroom. So I'm basically locked in to four walls behind a door. Um, and, you know, I'm in a box. And for a lot of us, this is how we spend our days, is in these little boxes. Um, you know, we work, we go home, we have our cubicle, which is another box that we're at at work, and maybe somebody comes over the wall and says hi, but sometimes they don't. You know, maybe we work from home, like she does. So, you know, the people that you interact with in that case, you know, it's even smaller there. Um you know, a lot of reasons why people end up in these states. Um, social media, like we brought up, becomes a big thing. We have these tools now where we can talk to people all over the world, yet we don't really use these same tools to talk to our neighbors. And especially for us as we get older, um, many of us, you know, we go out into this world now. And, you know, the world when I was a kid, you know, for those who were adults at the time and, you know, before that, you you know, once you reach that certain age, yeah, you, you know, you went out and you got married and you reproduced and you got involved in the lives of the children and that's how you made new friends there. And, you know, just something that I've seen personally, you know, within my travels here is that, you know, for those of us who are, you know, the single, unattached, um, not married, no kid, you know, no family types here, which this number seems to be growing you know, each day, there's going to be a big growing loneliness epidemic with it also. Because, you know, it's sad to say, hey, you know what? If there's no kids and there's no kids' t-ball practice and kids, you know, this practice, whatever, and, you know, so there's no mom's group to meet up with the kids. You know, so that's going to invite some loneliness in. And, you know, even, you know, the reverse of that. I talk to, I have friends who are moms, dads, obviously, and, you know, a lot of them, they might feel just as lonely in those sorts of, you know, relationships that they have. Um, you know, it, it, it's weird. You know, it's not always that person that you can talk to, you know, walking around there. Um, you know, and I'll say something else here. As we move into these relationships, you know, where we are spread ourselves into these boxes, we find ourselves disconnected from... Uh, fill in the blank, God, creator, spirit, host, uh, insert favorite deity here, Allah, Buddha, Jehovah, whoever, you know, but you find yourself disconnected from that sort of spiritual aspect um, where it, if you're disconnected in, you know, in that spirit, you know, there's nothing really you're going for there. You're disconnected, you know, in heart as far as the people that you're around. Um, if you find yourself, you know, hey, your fan, you know, blood family, you know, you, you grow up, so people start to, you know, grow apart. 
Um, we don't stay in the same cities as our siblings anymore. So, yeah, it can get, to overuse the word lonely, if your sibling's in a different city, you're not talking as much, you're not talking really as all, you know, whoever. So, you know, when, you know, the reverse of that, like I said, you can be in a crowd of people and feel lonely. So it is a bit of an epidemic that we live in here that I'll say. And, you know, it's one that um, really can be, you know, helped along the way just with simple, you know, ticks, tricks and tools of getting out, getting in front of other people, realizing it in yourself. You know, it's a lot of what we've talked about in this podcast before, looking around you, finding your starting point, figuring out, you know, a goal. Hey, if your goal is that you don't really communicate with other people, then let's, you know, figure out what's going on here. Maybe you're spending too much time at home immersed into one thing. Maybe you have something else that's taking over your life a little bit, you know, that you have to break free of in order to get out and to explore the area. Um, one thing uh, I've actually been able to do here, you know, in Florida, we have medical cannabis. Um, podcast is really the only place I get to talk about that. So in Florida, we have medical cannabis. And, you know, if you've smoked cannabis for any amount of time, you know, it can be kind of a lonely thing because, oh, well, it's illegal. So now you have to kind of hide underneath your, you know, clocks or whatever. You don't want to let anybody know you smoke. So now you don't go out. Now you're lonely. So with that being said, um, I've actually had an instance, you know, here just recently where I have a good friend of mine from college who's also a medical patient. She has another person she knows from work, you know, another person that, you know, knows here, there, and it's like a little kind of group that, you know, hey, here's some people that are also medical patients you can kind of connect with. Um, and I think as the legality starts to change on that, you know, people will start to come forward and say, hey, you know what, I also have this. And the reason why I have, you know, medical cannabis can be for anxiety or depression or PTSD, you know, whatever sort of issues there. And because of this, hey, you know what? I want to be your friend. I'm a good person. You're a good person. Let's communicate. We can share, you know, tips and tools and things. Um, the group that I actually went with, you know, we did like a baking party. And, you know, it was really cool. It was really, you know, a fun time. Everyone came, brought stuff together and, you know, made different things and got to talk. And, um, I actually ran into these people just recently over the weekend, um, and it was just kind of cool to run into people and have that sort of connection there. Uh, one of the guys, him and I had a really good discussion, you know, um, we had a good discussion that night, you know, at the party, but we also had a good discussion just recently. And yeah, it's something where, you know, me kind of thinking now, okay, you know, I'm kind of now kicking myself like, damn, Derek, you should have got his number, but at the same time, I'm also thinking, well, you know, he's also, you know, an every other weekend guy. But you know what? Sometimes you need that every other weekend, you know, and especially for us, for us unattached folks, getting those parent friends, you know what? We can time them out. You know what? Charles can play with me on, you know, first and third weekend, and Robbie can play second and fourth weekend, and Emmanuel can play, you know, whatever weekend. It's great. 
or this person can play during the week, you know. So having that sort of thing and being able to say, hey, you know what, I connect with you, we have something in common, you know, we share a love for music or this, that, it doesn't necessarily have to be cannabis, um, you know, because that becomes something also is that a lot of the people that we seem to connect with more as adults, we we form these sort of trauma bonds with people, Um I think a lot of times in our teen years, later teen years, whatever, uh, in the early years, it's really easy to say, hey, you know what, this is Sally, she sits next to me in school, and we're going to be friends. But as we grow up, it becomes, hey, this is Sally, she was also sexually abused, so we're going to be friends, but we're never really going to talk about the sexual abuse that drove us to be friends. We're instead just going to sit there in silence and, you know, kind of look over crazy each other, but promise to be friends the entire time, you know, as we each sip on our beers or whatever, Long Island, whatever we're drinking here. You know, that's what happens with a lot of people, I feel, um, is that we form these sort of trauma, you know, hey, I didn't grow up with a dad, you didn't grow up with a dad, so we'll be friends. Hey, I grew up black, you grew up black, we'll be friends. Hey, I grew up, you know, whatever the case may be. So, you know, it becomes hard, it becomes difficult for a lot of people to open up about these things as we get older. And I think that we're in a society right now where it's going to be damn sure important to open up about these things. It's going to be damn sure important to say, hey, I have these issues going on in my life. I need for you to talk with them. Um, I actually had a really good experience also, and I'm going to close with this. Um, I had a really good experience just recently with a friend of mine from high school who I was able to reconnect with online on Facebook, you know, and um, I, I will say, you know, yeah, I just spent this whole time saying that people don't connect, you know, enough in real life, but sometimes the person you're connecting with lives halfway across the world, so you have to use Facebook Messenger in order to have a conversation with them, and that's what I did, you know, him and I, we're, you know, we're two people, we grew up in the same town, we actually shared a lot of the very similar same stories and never really knew it, you know. Uh, his mother was, you know, addicted to drugs for a while, so he grew up without a father. I'm at least guessing. He didn't even mention it, so I'll guess there was no father. But, you know, if your mom's – he said single mom who's a crackhead, so I'm going to say no father. Um, but he also grew up in a church home, you know, very close to where he lived, you know, got inbreded into that church thing. And spend a lot of time fighting it, you know, I think in his adult life, um, which, hey, if you've listened to a few episodes, my mom wasn't a crackhead, but she had her issues. You know, my dad passed at a young age and there was a church in doctoring that, you know, I grew up around that we could say that I fought in my lifetime. And it was really good for us to have that conversation and that bond and, you know, get that sort of thing out there just so we don't, hey, you know what? I'm not the only person who grew up in this sort of, you know, deal here, you know? And even for us, you know, like, hey, I'm not the only black male who grew up in this sort of deal here, you know? And, hey, I'm not the only person who married someone and ended up divorced, you know, because it really didn't work out marriage-wise and you weren't ready at the time. Hey, I'm not the only person who finds myself, you know, in a position where I'm struggling financially. I'm not living where I should be living. 
I'm not doing the things that, you know, I need to recommit my life in some sort of sense. So, you know, it is, um, it is really good to have that. And, you know, men don't do these sorts of conversations. You know, I can go back through my, you know, really close guy friends and, the closest of them that I could say that I probably had from years ago and all that, those conversations were quiet. Each of us sitting on the couch with a beer in hand, you know, and I went through the rave scene, so I'm used to hugs, but every other guy's quiet and you just kind of sit there, you know, you're either your beer, your whatever in hand, maybe you might talk a little bit, you know, but you never really get in-depth in the things and you never really show emotion in the things, you know. The common phrase is man up. And I'm going to say manning up is to take the time and actually talk to other men about what's going on in your life. Take the time and actually express what feelings that you have. That's truly manning up. Crying to me is manning up. Okay? <laughs> so do that. Uh, take time. You know, be around your friends. Be around your male friends especially. And just, you know, as, you know, as we've said here, if there is something – Say it. Feel free to say it. You know, if you're not having a good day, if somebody's, you know, comes back and like, oh, you're just putting off, fuck them, bleep them, bleeping fuck them, and then kick them out of your life. And I made sure to say that three times so you knew I was serious, okay? If somebody, you know, gives you a hard time about expressing what's going on, they don't need to be around you, okay? You know, and I'm going to use the phrase, they're not in your tribe, all right? And for anybody, I know we just had indigenous, you know, they I have indigenous blood, and there's a whole debate of if tribe is an overused word, you know, and has been taken out now. Actually, there were tribes long before there were Native Americans. Um, tribes of family, tribes of unit, tribes of community, you know, tribes of line there. And, you know, as we now step into this new world here, we realize that, you know, everyone that we have and that we're in touch with is part of our community, is part of our family, is, yes, part of our tribe. So if somebody is not, you know, receptive to you being in pain, they're out, plain and simple. But the people that are, they are going to be receptive and they're going to help. They're going to step up. You know, I can very easily, I know I can very easily put up a post and say, oh, I'm having a bad day and somebody's going to like it, you know, whatever. But I also know with that being said, somebody's going to pick up a phone and call me. Somebody's going to come knock on the door. Somebody's going to, you know, Facebook message me, whatever. Hey, you know, what's actually going on? And I know that if it was a really bad day, I don't even need to put up a message. I can just go straight to phone call, text message, knock on door, or whatever. I can go straight to them. Go, you know, they'll come straight to me, whatever. Bypass, you know, the public of it, and boom, have that, you know. And I think that's important. There, um, the hardest thing is, you know, the easiest result, and you know, what we feel should be the easy part should be to say hey, you know, something's wrong, but it's often the hardest. So let's turn that back into being the easy part there. Um, and with that being said, I am actually going to get off of here because I have a whole different thing that I'm preparing for. Um, I'm going to be taking a second shamanic journey this weekend with Mother Aya. Um so I'll be out in the woods and I'll probably will record a special either podcast or videocast or both 
um, just on those travels and uh, what all has been happening with that there. So stick around and enjoy. But Shamanic Innovations, I want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank Madeline for joining me on the podcast this evening. And, you know, you guys take care. You got this.